And we're here at Trade Talk in Kansas City. Jesse Allen with you. And joining us now, CEO of the American Coalition for Ethanol, Brian Jennings, is with us. Brian, good to catch up with you, sir. How are you? Thanks, Jesse. I'm doing great. Appreciate the time, Brian. A lot of things to talk about when it comes to ethanol. I think just uh, just for starters, I know we're waiting on some different news from EPA when it comes to RFS. We got the Next Gen Fuels Act out there in front of us. Uh, E15. There's a lot of different things we're seeing right now. Uh, just top of mind, what's the what's the biggest thing you're watching right now in D.C. and kind of keeping your eye on as we near the end of the year? The biggest thing has to be the fact that on November 30th, we finally expect EPA to release those proposed volumes for 2023 and 2024. There was a period, Jesse, where we thought maybe it would be a three-year proposal, which I think provides a lot of certainty, not only to our industry, but refiners, uh, to include 2025 in that. But I'm not so sure that that's where EPA is going at this stage. The rule right now is sitting over at the Office of Management and Budget, um, and we expect it to roll out at, at the end of the month. Why this is pivotal for our industry and why we're really focusing attention on it is that the statutory levels that Congress specified really uh, expire, if you will, uh, in in 2022. And so in 2023, EPA has uh, much more discretion with which to decide those volumes. That gives our industry pause because of EPA's history of badly mismanaging this program. And I don't care who the president has been or who the EPA administrator has been. There have been times when the agency has literally driven this program in the ditch. And it hasn't been able to to provide the market access for E15 and E85 the way we've wanted it to. The most recent example of that is, of course, the small refinery exemptions that were issued that really eroded demand. So we're, we're, we're cautious about EPA having more jurisdiction over the volumes. We're eager to see a multiple-year proposal come out because we do like the certainty that provides. We want to see the past small refinery abuse go away. And with this new Inflation Reduction Act, which is perhaps a poorly worded name for legislation, but there's significant dollars to dramatically boost the production of low-carbon biofuels, we and others, uh, our champions in Congress, have been making the argument to EPA that legislation is going to result in greater production of low-carbon renewable fuels. Your volumes need to reflect that. You need to be 15 billion gallons minimum, if not more, so we can grow the market for renewable fuels. So whether EPA makes good on those various priorities that we have, we'll, we'll see in a few weeks. 100%. 100%. You're out E15. I know that's another issue in front of us. What's the latest you're hearing there? Obviously, I know we have a lot of champions, uh, Midwest senators, governors, et cetera, right now, and, and other folks throughout the industry. What's the latest you're hearing? There's sort of a two-pronged strategy to ensure uninterrupted market access for E15 year-round. Um, the first is eight Midwestern governors have petitioned EPA to allow E15 in their states starting in the 2023 summer driving season. We've talked with EPA about this a lot. They anticipate putting a comment period and a proposed rule out to allow those states to do that. And they'd like to finalize that prior to June 1st of next year. So that's good news, but it's not a national solution, right? It only applies to those eight states. And so in in conjunction with that, we're talking with Senator Fisher uh, of Nebraska and others on a bipartisan basis and trying to make sure that we can find an opportunity to move legislation, whether it's in the lame duck. And I think the window of opportunity is going to be very small in the lame duck Congress 
or it's when the new Congress convenes uh, in 2023, moving that legislation because, after all, the way to sort of permanently take care of this problem so we don't have to revisit it every year and, and to fix it on a national basis is for Congress to act. And so we're eager to, to help Senator Fisher move that legislation. Fantastic. Uh, any other things uh, standing out to you here before we run out of time? I, I know there's so much, uh, but obviously you guys are doing a great job, great work, kind of keeping up the fight here for ethanol and uh, it's great use across the country. I, just any other final thoughts for us, Brian? One thought I would share, and that is now that the election is in the rearview mirror and we have Republicans having control in the House and, and Senate's ha- uh, Senate having that narrow majority by Democrats, as this climate conversation continues to unfold, we think there will be more reasonable conversations about, hey, we know we're not going to electrify everything. We think those, you know, now that the House has gone Republican, we think that that conversation about that fantasy, ridiculous fantasy about electrifying everything goes away. And there's a more reasonable conversation about, okay, what are the low-carbon liquid fuels that can help spur the economy but also address the concerns we have about climate change? And we intend to lean into that conversation because corn ethanol is one of the lowest carbon liquid fuels on the planet. It's also low cost, which is important to people right now because of the the impacts of inflation. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're going to go on offense as we go into 2023 and really make the case that whether it's in the Farm Bill or any energy legislation that Congress might take up uh, that we need to to support corn ethanol as part of the climate solution. Well, Brian, I know there's a lot of things that we can watch, and we'll get you on the show again soon, and and we'll talk more in depth about some things. But for now, I appreciate the time here at Trade Talk in Kansas City. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate everything you do, Jesse. Thanks.